0: welcome this is another one of our series we call show me the arrears to protect your wallet and your money if you want a downward modification or a cancellation of your child support it's worth exploring and you do that by filing a petition to the administrative agency to child support or you motion the family court and ask for and demand uh, that you be, you know, counsel your, your child support obligation. However, when it comes to arrears, that's a different story. You cannot cancel or annul those arrears. You pretty much are responsible for it payment in full. In New York, this section of the statute is called Family Court Act Section 451. The problem exists is that because a child support agency has full jurisdiction over child support, the courts, a judicial court, cannot annul those arrears. In other words, the courts are crippled, the judicial power, in order to annul those arrears. And the famous case in New York is called Dox versus Tynan. In Nevada, a similar case is Morelli versus Morelli. In your state, there's case laws to that. So here's the problem. How do you get rid of those arrears? Well, in this video, at the end of it, we have a call to action the way we suggest or recommend, you know, in terms of our opinion of how to eliminate or reduce your arrears. Hello, my name is Chris. And in this video, we show how the arrears on your child support obligation comes in direct conflict with your constitutional right. On this channel, we provide education on legal writings, private and public. We review decisions, case laws, uh, precedents, statutes, and regulations. We also have templates, such as summons, motions, subpoenas. To begin, we here we talk about our non-lawyer maxim. We've said this before in many other videos that the practice of law cannot be licensed by any state, Murdoch versus Pennsylvania. And for us to do this, what we're saying is we provide you with suggestions that you could use in your case in order to remove yourself from child support. So let's start at the beginning. In the case of US versus SAGE, out of the Second Circuit of New York, the Supreme Court says that child support payments are nothing more than interstate contracts. And to think otherwise or think that it has a different classification, that's not the case. Now, this information is on the slides, but I'm repeating the slides for those of you who are listening either in your car or on your cell phone. This is also important to note in statute 45 CFR 264.3, where it's called the Enforcement to Ensure Cooperation with Your Child Support Requirements. 1A, state agency must refer all appropriate individuals in the family of a child for whom paternity has not been established or for whom child support order need to be established, modified, enforced. Uh, Under the child support agency, it also referred individual must cooperate in establishing paternity, establishing child support with respect to the child. Our opinion that because of this statute, every male, whether you're a father or not a father, you are referred in the child support title D program. I know this seems like a very far-fetched opinion, but this statute claimed that your state, as you want to define the state, or county, literally referred every mail to the agency. Please send us an email, your opinion on this. We'll be happy to discuss this option. But going forward in, in this video, our assumption is everyone's enrolled in it, whether or not you're paying child support or not. We have a video called Defend My Rights where we talk about if you suspect that this is happening, you have a remedy, feel free to review that video. Now, using the understanding that every male who's paying child support is part of the Child 4D program, let's discuss the definition of arrearage, or for short, arrears. Arrears are when you miss a child support payment, whether it's past due by dollars or by month, they put that in a category or a bucket and they call that arrears. They say that this is owed to the custodial parent. On the screen, I've circled, the OCS may assign those arrears to the state uh, for reimbursement to the custodial mother. This is going to be interesting. Keep that in mind. Assignment of arrears back to the state. Because as you know, the child support agency is a separate organization from the government. In addition, arrears have to be paid back in full, as well as the Office of Child Support or the state can convert those arrears into money judgment by an order of the court. The statutes for arrears and how the payment of arrears falls under forty-five CFR 303.100, and that is the procedures for income withholding. That is the state institute what is called an automatic income withholding with your employer to collect both the child support and the arrears. So let's get a general understanding of arrears or arrearage. And we're going to use the case, Docs versus Tynan, the Court of Appeals case, which I referred in the beginning. So let's get a general understanding of what arrears are. First of all, you need to determine if you are paying child support, how much arrears you have total. Next, arrears can quickly build up and it could take years to eliminate. Next, Even if your child support obligation terminates, you still owe the money for arrears. In addition, the state will garnish your wages and apply your tax refunds to your arrears until it's fully paid off. The agency can charge interest on both the child support obligation and the arrears. Now pay attention to this. They could charge interest on the arrears. You cannot file bankruptcy for child support arrears. Basically, it cannot be dischargeable, similar to student loan. If your child is emancipated, that has reached the age of 18, now some states are pushing for the age of 21, the court can fix your obligation. However, as I've said earlier, the courts are reluctant to change the underlying arrearage. Now, this option is available under the federal program as well as the state program where One can, a father can negotiate a settlement for the arrears. Now that rarely happens. In our research, we found less than 1% of arrears across all 50 states uh, comes into somewhat of a contact of settlement or negotiate a lower settlement. Let's look at now the raw numbers, the fundamentals since 2003 to 2014 the graph i have here on the screen it shows how arrears have grown from 60 billion dollars in 2003 to 120 billion in 2014 so let's extrapolate to now 2018 add another 2 or 3 billion dollars on top of that with the interest rate you can see that arrears increase or build up is very profitable. Here I also show what is called Temporary Assistance to Needy Family or the an acronym TANF Certified Arrears. There are two types of cooperation that goes on with the child support agency. There is the Title IV D program as well as the Title IV A program, which are Welfare and TANF So as the TANF F goes down, the non-TANF F increases and at a rate, almost like a 45 degree angle. Now, this information I collected from the Federal Office of Child Support Enforcement. Think about this. If this is the growth of the arrears, can you imagine the growth of your individual states? We're actually trying to do research on that to determine how much money the states are making from arrears. Let's take a side break and think about what I call here a class action lawsuit involving arrears. Now this case is Lero, L-E-R-O versus New Jersey uh, Human Resources. This was a class action suit was brought by a mother basically claiming that the state of New Jersey was not collecting on arrears. Well, the justices ruled And they use the backdrop or the landmark case, Blessing versus Freestone. It's the one that I quoted in many of my videos. Well, the justices rule that child support does not assign a private right. It has nothing to do with you, the parent, the mother, or your child or children. It has to do with the collection of funds for the state, and therefore, you cannot sue not only in a class action fashion, but you cannot sue. Now, for those of those of you who are looking to file, from the male or father perspective, a class action against any of the state agencies or the federal agency, this case one should review very carefully. It provides a provision of how and who you can sue under a class action status. Uh, You're welcome to send us an email uh, to discuss this case even further, but I think anyone who's looking to sue the agency, this is one of the cases you should review very carefully for tips and strategies. Interest on arrears. Under the statute 45 CFR 304.5, it's called treatment of child support income. The income that's being referred to here is the income to the title for the agency. And it's calculated on a quarterly basis. I've said in the past that the child support industry is a $28 billion a year business with the arrears growing at about 2 to 3% a year As we see from the graph, it's $120 So we're talking about a large industry. So for the title for the agency, they must exclude fees collected under the program as well as interest earned. And they do that every quarter. We said earlier as part of this video, arrears cannot be eliminated. Now you see why the arrears, they don't want the arrears eliminated because the state and the agency, are making money from the collection. Again, they are a collection agency. As the Supreme Court says, they're nothing more than interstate contracts, collections contracts. The states have the authority to charge interest on unpaid payments as well as unpaid arrears. We discuss that the Office of Child Support can assign those arrears to the state. Again, assign the arrears so that the states can collect interest on the arrears. This information we collected from various sources, including the National Conference of State Legislators, which is an organization that supports uh, child support policies. We're not endorsing them. We're just referencing that this is where we got the information from. So now let's look at enforcement. Enforcement of arrears falls under Statute 45 CFR 303.51. The first phase of the enforcement starts with suspension of driver's license. This is how it's calculated. If you accumulate arrears equivalent to or greater than four months of child support payments, that is, if you're responsible for paying $100 per week, and that's $400 per month. If you accumulate four, which is $1,600, then the arrears start to pile up, or as they said, accumulate. Then they'll suspend your license automatically from the Department of Motor Vehicles. If you have state professional license, occupational license, those licenses will also be suspended or caused to be suspended automatically after four months. This is a problem. This is now a constitutional challenge. We have a video on this channel called Know Your Rights. We provide you tips of how to protect your rights. State officials are administering this program or administering the suspension the enforcement, they fall under what is called acting under the color of state law, the Tongue versus Usury. So they can be sued under 1983 law, as Blessing versus Freestone says, because they're all acting under the color of law. Suspension of license fall under the statute 22 CFR 51.7. Because of the statute of the automatic process, a, ca- a court case in New Jersey was fought under Cavendas versus Department of Motor Vehicle, again another lawsuit in New Jersey. And it was decided in 2019. The judge ruled that the automatic suspension of a driver's license falls under the due process clause of the 14th Amendment and therefore it is violated. She asked for the state of New Jersey to fix that problem. So anyone who's having issues getting your driver's license, your professional license, you could use this case to, again, challenge the authority. If you want to send us an email to talk more about the case called Department of Voter Vehicles, please let us know. So back to enforcement. There's enforcement for lottery offset. In other words, if you you know hit it big in the lottery, they could use that. They could use federal tax refunds as well as state tax refunds. And again, after four months of accumulation, the most drastic measure of enforcement is incarceration. And the incarceration is treated as a criminal felony, and you're convicted, and you face up to two years fine. So here's the the procedures on that. If your child support overdue or arrears are overdue more than one year, or it exceeds $5,000 then you can be charged with a felony and you could be spend up to two years in prison. The old rule was you need to be, your overdue payment needs to be two years and $10,000. So the legislators got together and basically cut the time in half as well as cut the limit in half. In other words, to drive enforcement on fathers or non custodial fathers. However, something happens in 2011. A case called Turner versus Rogers. There, the Supreme Court says, in order to incarcerate someone for a commercial debt, due process requirement consideration must be t- must be considered. That is, the prosecution attorneys actually work for the Title IV D program, and if they do, then you must also consider that. The father or the non-custodial also needs representation. And that's where Turner versus Rogers comes into play. Again, send us a meal if you want to discuss this further. So these are the, the, the enforcement offset. In other words, the worst case scenario is you'll be thrown in jail because you simply cannot pay an arrears that simply will not go away and will accumulate over time. So now let's look at the interest being charged and arrears. We reviewed all 50 states, and most of the states, about 32 of the states, they charge interest on arrears. Some also charge interest on the child support payment. There are one or two that charges very low rates, uh, one of them none at all. So let's look at a few states that we've highlighted that there is a problem where your arrears could skyrocket over time. Arizona. Arizona has a 10% simple interest per annum, which is per year. That could also be increased by the legislators at any time. If they get together again and make a decision, they could increase that. And that statute is called Arizona Revised Statutes 25510. By the way, your employer also shares in the fees for the interest on arrears. New York interest rate. New York interest rate legislatively is 9%. And the arrears can be converted into what is called a money judgment by the courts, as well as fees can be charged. And that interest calculation falls under New York Civil Practice Laws and Rules 5004. California in California interest rate is 10% per annum. Again, it's accumulated based on both the arrears as well as interest on the arrears. But coincidentally in California, they're putting together provisions to cap the amount of interest uh, that can be charged on arrears. That's California Civil Procedure Law 685.010. We have other states that we've reviewed. There is uh, another state that charges and even as high as 15%. If you notice, in the last 10 years, the interest rate on most loans is under 5%. So the states and agencies making a killing off of arrears. Now, the reason for you being in arrears starts with the support manager or the quasi judge. In New York, the support magistrate are non-judicial officers. They don't have a CPA. They don't have a tax apparel license or certificate. They don't have a bookkeeper license certificate, and they do not have a licensed financial advisor certificate or otherwise. However, they're given the task to calculate financial decisions that could lead to a disaster by having arrears. Because as you know, they do what is called Imputed income basically means they made up the numbers. We feel that a support magistrate or judge can be sued as a result of faulty or misleading or fraudulent arrears. Uh, We turn to the case of Owen versus City of Independence or Ex parte Young, where it states that the 11th Amendment immunity is unavailable to someone who commits fraud and arrears. Because it cannot be eliminated by an ordinary procedure, this is one of the areas in which you could file a lawsuit against fraud. The lawsuit against the support mattress is part of an overall, what we call the five lawsuits you can file against uh, the agency or the state. We showed you prior the Department of Motor Vehicle. Uh, next, we showed you that the support magistrate can be sued. Again, we have a video that covers the five lawsuit on this channel. So this brings us to what we call a call to action where we provide tips that you could do to help reduce your arrears. First step, review the Justice Justice Department letter as well as the color of law form. Contact your employer and request all documents related to any deductions for child support or for arrears. Next, review the statements, review the documents, and check to ensure that the proper percentage based on your state is being calculated. If you've determined that the interest rate is not within the law within your state or county, again, you can bring either a petition or, quite frankly, a lawsuit for fraud. The formal process for arrears is what is called either a petition to the agency or a motion to the court. Uh, If you'd like to know the interest rates for the other states, please send us an email. We'll be happy to provide that information to you. If you have any questions on this video or or additional question, please feel free to send us an email. also we ask for a small donation to help us with our research ma- material it takes time to do the research and to select the appropriate relevance for you that you could use in your case we also ask that you like and subscribe on our youtube channel and we're asking for a small donation this brings us to the end of our presentation on show me the arrears again Arrears, you have to monitor and you need to watch that because this is where the agency and the state makes their money. Thank you.